Well, the audio synchronization ha- process happens in my hours and hours of editing, not in in the clap. But don't it, spoil it, the it is helpful. Don't spoil the, don't spoil the, the illusion. illusion that do you know what you did? Do you know what we did last week? Actually, do you know when your mum came in last week? Uh-huh. And uh, what I did was I used that opportunity to check that my audio was still recording, but I paused the recording and so it went out of sync again at some point oh. and I had to resync it and I was annoyed at myself for doing that. So, because I, I spent far too long trying to fix it. It, it, it sounded fluid and flowy. Sound, oh, yeah, well, anyway, that I think was we all hours of editing. Is that time for the sultry theme tune now? <laughs> are we going to start... Are we going to start every episode by just referencing the fact that we are doing a cold open? Yeah. And then say, now play the theme. Hello and welcome to Worlds Without Wisdom. My name is Evan Dixon. And I'm Matthew Lyon. And... This is the podcast where we we talk with words and not much wisdom. Without without much wisdom, yeah. How are you, Matthew? But do you know what? I'm in extreme pain oh, because no. I have a sore neck. I'm just in extreme emotional pain. I've not been able to straighten my arms since Saturday. Why? What did you do? I just, you know, I was at the gym and then I must have pulled something oh. or like overworked something. Subtle flex, <laughs> literally. Imagine going to the gym. Wait, how did you go to the gym? I thought they were all shut. Oh, uh, it's like it's it's outdoor. It's like can be booked, like for individuals. All right, so it's more like a gym class than just a normal yeah. gym experience. Except it's like like you can book it just to go in and free promo to Fit Body Farm uh, in Comores. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Free promo. You can pay us if you like. Yeah. We we will spread your brand to a whole seven listeners. <laughs> Uh, who probably have already heard of it. Actually, maybe I should look at that. Maybe I should reveal live on the podcast our listening numbers. Because <laughs> I have I have analytical da- I have analytical data on that. Oh, I'm afraid. So far, the <laughs> first episode <laughs> The first episode has had fifteen total plays. Um Two of them were us, I'm sure. Oh, more than two of them were us, which gives us a total number of unique listeners of 13. Oh, that's, that's not bad. That's that's more than I thought. Yeah, it's almost twice as many as seven. Not quite twice as many. I don't see how, because I'm sure I've listened to it more than once, but whatever. <sighs> we we take what's given to us. Oh, it's, oh, it's determined by us oh, distinct devices, determined by IP uh, address, so... Uh. It'll be me listening on my computer and then on my phone. And I think I asked my Google Home to play it as well. <laughs> and then on like my telegraph machine. I played it on my Roku and on my my on my on my Samsung smart fridge. Apple pencil. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Currently drinking a uh, lime juice and warm water. It's apparently available on Google Podcasts, but having clicked the link, it's not there. It says this podcast is not available or not yet published, which is interesting. Now, this is technically words without wisdom. However, we do have some wisdom for any American listeners out there. Uh, after a recent spat I had on Twitter, Evan and I would like to inform our American or UK listeners, if you are ill-informed or unaware, about the nature of the British Broadcasting Regulator, Ofcom. 
Now, this is the kind of content you want to hear on your podcast. But essentially, after Piers Morgan left ITV because of the massive backlash he received over his comments about Meghan Markle's mental health and basically denying that and not like disbelieving her about her mental health issues, he left and Ofcom received complaints about him which are now being investigated. And this has led a lot of quite serious American journalists to criticise Ofcom as a concept and as an institution, including Jake Tapper, who I thought was quite a well-reasoned CNN man, but apparently not, into say, or, or saying that Ofcom is just this horrible and completely misunderstanding what Ofcom is and how it works. Now, Ofcom is a body which is established in UK statute. So it is create it was created by the government, but it's not, as some Americans would have you believe, maintained by the government. Well it is maintained by the government. It's not controlled by the government. It's not a political entity. It's 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 independent. It is not a political entity. It's run and worked in by civil servants who are impartial, not owned by any political party, apolitical and for some reason, I was having this argument with this guy on Twitter about it, who seemed to think that that meant it was controlled by the government and its job was to stop people criticising the monarchy or something. Just a complete misunderstanding of the issue. Um, and, and I was trying to explain to him, and this is what I'm explaining to anyone listening now who doesn't know what it's about, that it's not about that at all and it purely upholds laws created by democratically elected parliaments to regulate quite well I think and this is a, the question I have for you less of what it factually is because it can't really be not denied what it factually is is that it's not politically affiliated and it is just there to uphold laws and it does so I think quite well or, or, and, and as a complaints board for people if they think something is inappropriate or doesn't meet standards required for TV broadcast but the question the more sort of philosophical question for the Words Without Wisdom podcast is a few people mainly weird right wing whack jobs like pure Morgan have been advocating for the removal of Ofcom or the, the the dissolution of Ofcom and to move to the American system, which is the first like the First Amendment and complete free press and well, well, free press. We have free press in the UK. It's just the, there are broadcasting rules, but you know, just the, the the free for all that they have in the US that leads to things like Fox News and Newsmax and these mental mental things. So, what do you think? of that idea. I th- I mean I think Ofcom is is quite a useful institution as as the, the National Health Service and like HMRC bodies that are created by the government to uphold certain laws and perform certain functions independent of political persuasion like mm-hmm. I, I, you need some sort of I, I believe in regulation. I'm not mm-hmm. a libertarian. I believe in regulation, so I believe that you need some sort of independent body to uphold standards to intervene intervention is necessary that's not to say that i don't believe in free press anyone should have the right to say whatever they wish to say provided that that is not an incitement of hatred or violence or a a crime yeah and 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 meet standards assigned by parliaments for the past like 50 years or 60 years just to ensure that broadcasters follow the law Uh uh-huh and so that you don't have children watching tv shows at four o'clock in the afternoon and hearing the word yeah. Which I will bleep out for the purposes of this podcast. <laughs> oh, and then you can make people guess, like, what you said. Yeah, what did I say? Leaving the... We don't have comments, but... Um, Text us. Email us. Email us. Email us. 
Words without wisdom without an O at gmail.com. The wisdom doesn't have an O, the words does have an O and you know the words does have an O. I didn't check the email inbox. Oh to see if there we were any emails. So just oh, to clarify for our listeners, you know that's words without W I S D M at gmail.com. Words without W I S D M at gmail.com. Um because oh, well, we let's have not something say why. <laughs> welcome to Google. Oh, yes. Oh, welcome oh, no, to sorry, Google. I'm trash. so glad I've been welcome to Google. Oh yeah, well it's because I deleted it. Um, so yeah, so that's basically our take on an Ofcom is that it, it it it's a very important institution that upholds television standards that prevents you know things like Newsmax and Tucker Carlson from existing. Not that Tucker Carlson shouldn't have a right to exist. It's just you know he shouldn't. No, have... no, he definitely shouldn't have a right to exist. Well, you know I don't believe in that. I believe in. I believe in... <laughs> people's right to exist i just don't believe that no, no, they no. have the right to say not tucker not shit. tucker carlson uh not tucker carlson he's the uh, one person who's ex- who's excluded from the tucker, right to exist category if you're watching listening come on the show life. we'll interview yeah. you yeah try and see if you can redeem yourself in our eyes the true the true life of tucker carlson or something like that we'll do an uh, expose it'll be like the megan and harry interview but for tucker carlson Speaking of, let's segue nicely into our segment on the Meghan and Harry interview. So yeah, Meghan and Harry Gate. What do we what do we think about that? I, I personally think um well, I, I'm sure most decent people think very terrible things about the royal family and have done for quite some time, but this just tops it. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't think it came as a surprise to anyone like us who is staunchly left-wing and anti-monarchist, uh, or anti-monarchy? Anti-monarchist? Yeah, anti-monarchy. anti-monarchist. I don't mind monarchists, uh, yeah. I just don't. As people. Yeah, no, I was, yeah, that's, that's more anti-monarchist, like, people rather than... Uh, yeah, no, I'm anti-people. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think any people like us were surprised about the nature of the royal family, or the you know the lengths to which it will go, and the things which it believes in, and the people who are in it, and their the, the opinions that they hold, or their you know disrespect for certain you know sort of facts of life. But I think it's kind of a, a bit of a dilemma for me, honestly, as a as like a leftist to see these two extremely privileged rich people who do have millions and millions of saved money that could see them through the rest of their lives complaining about being cut off financially but at the same time as a leftist I believe in equality for all and so I'm not going to say that they somehow deserve not to you know be given the right to 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 be or have mental health issues or something like that you know like they can I I I don't think they're whiners because the mental health issues are real and the estrangement from family is something that transcends money but at the same time, I'm like, you're extremely privileged and wealthy, so maybe uh-huh. no, you don't I, have to I, be so I, bothered about the money aspect. Uh-huh. Yeah, I empathise with your dilemma, especially because you have these two, not just this millionaire privileged couple, former actress and, and grandson of a monarch, being interviewed on you know a billionaire journalist's ranch. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 hard to it's hard to maybe no it's it's not hard to feel sorry for them, but it's it's. It's quite easy to feel sorry it. for them, but it's hard to reconcile that with your own left-wing yeah, views. Uh-huh. It's hard to maybe view their struggle as on par with, with other less privileged people who would be in a similar uh-huh. situation. And I mean, mental health issues transcend money. Like, that's not... And that's something that needs to be sorted out and treated. And, and like, the racism in the royal family is, exists and the solution is to mm. <clears throat> abolish the monarchy. But, um... <laughs> but... 
uh, the anti-democratic institution, but we'll we'll do a whole episode on the monarchy oh, later. We script. Is it like a like a Queen's birthday week or something? Like, is it a is it Queen's a Queen's birthday week? Yeah, we'll do we'll find a week and we'll do abolish the monarchy week. But um, those struggles are real and important. But at the same time, you know, these are two privileged people. But I also don't accept the argument, or for example, that Piers Morgan was making a lot of the time, which is that Piers Morgan's situation, by the way, I'll just backtrack to this, is hilarious because Piers Morgan only has a thing, and I, I didn't even know this, but he has this hatred of Megan and this vitriol towards <laughs> her because he met her in a bar once, tried to chat her up, and then bought her a cab and she took that cab to go and meet Prince Harry and then fell in love with Harry and he's salty about it. And I think that's so funny. He's this guy with this massive viewership and this massive audience and he's using it to act out a personal grudge against a woman who didn't fall in love with him. And I think that is just Piers Morgan, hilarious. by the way, also married with several children, I believe. Married. Yeah, although I'm not sure when this was, but yeah, it's just insane and again another thing with the, i know i'm jumping about all over the place but the piers morgan thing as well he's talking a lot about or a lot of his defenders are talking about free speech and the ability to you know to speak to speak on the and i and it and it's always i find and for some reason alistair campbell said this and i was agreeing with him and it was a horrific moment but the people you hear talking about free speech and their denial of their own free speech are always on massive <laughs> tv programs with millions of viewers or on twitter accounts with hundreds of thousands if not millions of followers and they're saying they're being deplatformed which is just ludicrous but back to whatever we were where were we i'm not quite sure anymore i was never quite sure i've really um skewed us off in an odd direction here mm-hmm. we were at oh we were, we're at talking megan about and, megan and harry gate yeah are people calling and, it that is this how is that i don't think suffix? so i think it's no, it's I think Megan it's just Gate. called the Meghan and Harry interview. I thought that's what it was called. But, I mean, you can see the tactics here in- employed by the royal family being repeated from uh, the tactics used against Princess Diana, for example. Or Diana. She's not really called Princess Diana, is she? Which was just, you know, this horrific thing. <laughs> I find it kind of funny that the only conspiracy theory I believe in is that the royal family attempted to murder or, or murdered Diana. I, I think, think I know. I find weird. that hilarious that, like, for the most part, conspiracy conspiracy theories are like complete you, you you brush them off as completely ridiculous because 99 percent of the time they are completely ridiculous and, and apart from the one that obviously happened uh, but it's like <laughs> it's with a lot of with most people i know that is just that one is just sort of taken as fact and nobody questions I mean, it's it. just so i mean it's 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 so believable though just the events that led up to that and the fact... No, I can't think of a single other member in recent history, of the royal family in recent history, that didn't die of natural causes. Yeah. Or that, that was that would that, that was killed or died in anything other than, like, an illness or, you know, just old age. Uh-huh, or, like, you know? alcoholism. Yeah, n- yeah, like, something self-inflicted or just uh, naturally occurring. Well, it probably would have been Errol Mountbatten, who... And when was that? ...was blown up on his boat in, like, 1979 or something by the IRA. So that's, like... All right, okay, well, that was the IRA. Diana. Uh-huh. 
and that was almost like that's th- I mean it was the IRA we know it was it was the IRA yeah whereas unlike the diet we're just like you think you it, it, it seems preposterous to me that someone so close to the royal family could somehow just happen to die in a car crash where the the driver just happened to be drunk and I'm like that's never happened to anyone else in the royal family of all the people and it ha- just happened to happen to the one who was hated and estranged and they wanted to get rid of so that Charles and, could and marry who Camilla. And spoke out in a tell-all interview and who about spoke out again. Yeah, correct. And here's here's Megan in a tell-all interview. Let's wait two years and see which car crash she dies in. And I, I hope to God she doesn't die in a car crash because she seems like a nice person. I don't I don't wish it. She any does. Hell. She does. No, I don't want her to. But at the same time, if she did, it would then be impossible to deny that the royal family was responsible. <laughs> And I think yeah. that would be worth it. And I think uh, that would definitely, definitely bring down the royal family and the public. I mean, the Surely, Diana thing it, almost it brought it down must. the royal family. Uh-huh. If it happened again, it must, It like, how could it not? Conspiracy theories aside, I think it's time for uh, another round of Hot or Not. Oh, Hot or Not. Well, okay then. Cue the music. Welcome to America's Hottest Politicians with Matthew Lyon and Evan Dixon. This week, uh, on Hot or Not, we are discussing... Well, I'll give you a little background of him first. So, he's a United States Senator from Missouri who's been serving since 2019. Before that, he was the Attorney General of Missouri. He um, is one of the youngest incumbent senators. It is, of course, massive Trump fanatic Josh Hawley. Really? Oh, just for the, the, the listeners, I did not know yeah. what he was going to say, but oh my God. God, what's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't established whether he's hot or not yet. Well, okay, I will keep my mind open, but... Okay. A very small crack. (laughs) So, first of all, looks like the guy, I don't know his name, but was in Line of Duty. No, I don't know who you're talking about either. I I don't, his name is Craig Parkinson. He looks like Craig Parkinson. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, sort of tall and thin. Uh huh. <laughs> he's uh, you know, he's he's he's. I think the second youngest senator in the Senate. Um, to be honest, the charmen's there. <laughs> Not much positive I can say about them. I think he tried to sue. He tried to launch a lawsuit against uh, Obamacare. Heavily promoted the big lie. What a cool guy. I think was one of the senators that voted against the certification of Joe Biden's election leading to the uh, January 6th leading riot. to the January 6th Capitol riot. Mm-hmm. So, on that basis, not a good guy. No, absolutely terrible, but a complete superficial admiring someone for their looks. Uh-huh. No, I can see where I can see where the attraction comes from, you know, tall, you know? dark hair, kind of quite like a thin face, nice kind of shape, I don't know. But let's start with his Again, awkward awkward smile. Uh, true, but that's the point of this. Look at his awkward awkward smile. As you're looking at the same picture I'm looking at on his Wikipedia page, his official portrait <laughs> for the 116th Congress. He's got I'm... buck teeth and a really, really awkward smile. Oh, don't say that about him, Matthew. And look at his eyes. They droop and he has a massive forehead. This is all I can say. Which... Honestly, on a... I can Listen. see where it's coming from. You know, he looks a lot like me, so that's understandable. But <laughs> no. um, don't just the forehead. Look at the forehead. No, I... Listen. <laughs> we don't body shame. Listeners, just... Google... Wait. Go on his Wikipedia page, Josh Hawley, look at the official portrait, 
that's uh, oh, the oh, first no, image it. on the page. Wait, wait, we don't body shame on Hot or Not. We analyze. Oh, isn't that the point? <laughs> but listen, you know, uh, attraction is innate and immutable. So, who is who's anyone to criticize me? I'm not criticizing you. I'm just disagreeing. Maybe one day we will find someone who I also think is hot. But so far, you have as yet failed. Um, and if you if you agree with Evan, email us at wordswithoutwisdom at gmail.com with no and O in the wisdom. And if you don't, email if you us don't, at wordswithoutwisdom. Email us. Wisdom with our, no And we will, we will read your email out because that is good content. His eyes, they're just wonky and they're staring into my soul and I don't like it. And um, do you, you know, think he looks opinion, like me? Subjective, and I respect it. That is. But I well, respectfully disagree. On this episode of Hot or Not, we've come to the conclusion that Evan thinks hot and I think not, which is, again, heavily unsurprising. <laughs> You've been listening to America's Hottest Politicians with Matthew Lyon and Evan Dixon. Hello and welcome back to the next section, the final section of this week's episode of Worlds Without Wisdom. What are we, gonna, what are we talking about? What's the, what's the topic of... Well, what's the theme for considering this? the theme of this episode is conspiracy theories... I know a, I know a conspiracy theory that's, um, okay. I think, gained quite a bit of traction in the internet recently. And that uh-huh. is um, the theory that Helen Keller was a fraud. Helen Keller was a fraud? That someone born in that era who was deaf and blind could not have achieved what she achieved and i you know i think it's a wee bit what what? but i'm interested to hear true i mean i don't know the specifics of the of this i've never actually heard this this is interesting but helen keller marvelously inspirational woman with a very important legacy you know an inspiration to i well i don't actually know but i assume an inspiration to a lot of blind and or deaf people who you know see her as as someone who managed to overcome that disability or or um you know overcome that problem in her life and 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 make a huge impact on the world um but what exact what are the specifics of this like do they do they think is there some evidence that she didn't or is it purely based on the fact that she couldn't possibly have in that time because there wasn't technology available or whatever i think it's purely conjecture to be honest i'm, I'm sure it started on tiktok or something and most things they are oh start God. Out, tiktok start out as satire and then and then people, and then people misunderstand the satire because it's in yeah. text and then they get yeah well text, i really don't it's like usually TikTok. videos on tiktok but you know, so well, yeah, but text. sometimes you get a lot of these ones though. They're quite low effort, and they're just like text to speech text ones. Have you not seen any? Oh of yeah, you get video yeah, ones? I get a lot of like text to speech where they just type the text and then use the I text to speech bot to anything that's remotely like political or slightly controversial in TikTok. I immediately click not interested because I I can't I, I go there to get away and just turn my brain off and anything that remotely requires me to think about formulating an opinion or anything I don't want to do mm-hmm. but back to the Helen, Helen Keller stuff so yeah so I mean this actually made journalistic articles there's an article in the Guardian called Helen Keller why a TikTok conspiracy why is a TikTok conspiracy theory undermining her story yeah I mean I think that's it's quite true it's quite I think it is quite able I mean not so much it's just it is undermining her success to just say that just because she was deaf and blind she couldn't possibly have done anything seems 
you know, quite disrespectful of, or, or even just, I mean, you could, people can do things yeah. when they're deaf and or blind, you know, it's not, you can learn things and it's not like, it's not like she was the greatest orator in the world. She was no Hitler, but, um, you know, she, you know, it's, it's, it just really quite ableist and does undermine her her legacy to to just i mean it's coming from nowhere it's not even like they saw like they found footage of her miming or you know something like uh-huh. that it's just made up exactly and it's 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 uh it's quite under it does kind of undermine kind of that this this sort of individual that's pro- probably i assume had such a massive impact on disabled people since she was alive if, if we're talking about baseless conspiracy theories i think that this one has far less credibility than the princess diana one tiktok and its usual nonsense oh it's just it's and it it's should be just appalling the deepest darkest realms garbage of society but i'm gonna keep watching yeah i mean that's the thing about tiktok honestly i i rag on tiktok a lot and there's a lot of terrible terrible stuff on there it's a lot of it's just vapid mindless content that really is kind of dumbing down the yeah. internet well i say dumbing down the internet it was already pretty dumb but you know dumbing down society but at the same time yeah. there's a lot of quite creative stuff on there and a lot of stuff that i do enjoy like a lot of good creative comedy that, that's that's built because it's built a rep because it's essentially a very simple and easy to use editor and like a bit of a kind of vfx thing people who have that creative flair and who could possibly have done filmmaking in the past had they been given access to these things can now express themselves in a way that's easy to do and maybe discover a passion for making comedic videos or interesting videos or you know, like i've seen a lot of good like horror short like 60 second horror shorts i've seen on there filmed on tiktok using the vfx on there and using practical lighting and stuff and i think that's like really it's it's really good for that but at the same time it's mixed by a whole washload of vapid crap it's like twitter you go on there and you see what people write and it's like for yeah. like for god's sake it, it, and it just makes you sad that people actually believe these things that people write that people actually take things seriously that you see it has like 125,000 retweets and it's like you just you sort of feel sad for the world but it you know also fosters a lot of healthy debate and creativity i'm sure yeah it's it's the paradox of social media that basically it's in every discussion about the pros and cons of social media you get the it's you know facebook for example which i i really don't like facebook but that's kind of for like it's full of just these awful groups and hatred and bile and all this stuff and it doesn't allow the natural you know social death of friendships and stuff which i am kind of a big proponent of to to continue and people are stuck connected with people for years and years but at the same time it allows very lonely people to find people with common interests or old friends that they can reconnect with exactly um, like you know and it I, allows communication I've, it's all I'm really a, about a communication groups which which i think have positively impacted my life for the better finding people whom i never thought would agree with me uh-huh. on certain issues politically and otherwise and, and and grouping together it's it's i think it's actually good for, for mental health. Yeah, there's only one thing exactly. more important than politics, and that's the legacy of Helen Keller. And if you can find someone who agrees with you on that, then, you know... Send you've... us an email at Words Without Wisdom. Send no. us an email at Words Without Wisdom. If you have any comments on any of the stuff we've talked about today, including any conspiracy theories we're doing, wordswithoutwisdom at gmail.com, without an O in the wisdom. Um, and I think that is the end of the podcast. I think so too. Uh, that's all we've fun. got time for. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure I didn't say this last week. I probably should have because it increases engagement or something. If you 
enjoyed listening and you want to listen to more make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um we are on should be by the time you listen to this on all podcasting things there's a bit of trouble getting onto apple podcasts there's a bit of like a a lag on it um getting like verification or something but we should get that on there um so whatever you get your podcasts subscribe and you'll get information about when we upload new episodes which should be roughly every week thank you very much for listening we've kind of broken our form here because this is supposed to be a podcast of stuff you didn't know you wanted to hear and it kind of is but we've also said some meaningful things and that is a problem because <laughs> that's not what we're about well, here at words without wisdom i know we didn't have the wisdom to we didn't like, have the wisdom to stop ourselves saying saying wisdom things ah, screw it. this is a test where we're gonna we're gonna workshop lots of different ideas, so don't <laughs> you know feel that we're gonna all. be yeah, and don't don't feel that we're gonna be stuck in one thing. You know, if you want to listen to something that's gonna excite you every episode and be something new, this is the podcast for you. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we will see you next week. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Bye. Bye.